The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Hey, welcome back, Ram fans. I have a second Rams-Bengal preview, and this is the crossover segment, Tom Quartz, joining Brandon Harriet on his Bengal podcast, talking about this Rams-Bengals game. This is the first half of that, and the second half we will share tomorrow. It's a pretty long conversation. Broke it up into two. I hope you enjoy it. Good stuff coming at you in a second. Welcome, everybody that's listening to Strange Love, your Bengals preview. Uh, this week, we've got the Rams week three, and fortunate enough to have Tom Quartz here from Rams Up Podcast on the FFSN. Uh, so, like, subscribe, hit that thumbs up, share us with some friends, keep that word going, growing every week, and we appreciate your support. Tom, thanks for joining us. How's things going? Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, look forward to this week. And um, yeah, hopefully a little, you know, at least it's shaping up to be a closer game than, I, you know, I, I penciled it in for coming into the season. So, uh, uh, but I look, I look forward to uh, breaking it down with you guys today. Yeah, definitely. I have, I have you up um, and, and us down uh, from where I expected us to be now and uh, an interesting matchup going in uh, to Monday night for sure. Uh, what's your take on it, Justin? 
Yeah, this is definitely one of those games that before the season started, I thought that this was going to be a game, honestly, that the Bengals should actually come out and firing on all cylinders. Um, this is the year that we've all felt Bengals fans related that Joe Burrow was going to have his make a stake for this MVP claim. And the Monday night football game was going to be the first true story to kind of write that story. Well, obviously, the 0-2 start doesn't really help us with that. But, you know, we we left off here with the cold open. And I want to kind of see like a general review to see where we last left off, you know, because it's been a long time since we played each other since the Super Bowl. You know, as I mentioned, you know, I, I definitely feel very happy for Andrew Whitworth, who is actually going to be in the jungle, by the way, because it is a Ring of Honor night. So he will be in attendance to see both of his former teams play. Um, it was really nice to see him go out on top with a ring. And as I mentioned, we were sort of playing with house money. Um, since then, you know, the Rams have sort of kind of trended in the direction of utilizing the F them picks mantra to that when the Bills came and do, they had to really do a full roster turnover, which led to a down year last year. And we can probably attribute to a, a good short of that due to injuries. You know, I know Matthew Stafford got hurt, Cooper Cup got hurt, et cetera. So, um, then Jalen Ramsey, he all but moved on to Miami, who also still got hurt. You still got Aaron Donald, even though he was sort of contemplating retirement there a little bit from what I've heard. Now we're seeing that you guys have a great deal of rookies on the roster. And from my records and from what I've seen, we got 14 draft picks that you guys drafted that actually made the 53-man roster. Sure. That is actually incredible. And looking at the start of how the Rams have began – I never would have thought that that would be imaginable. I was thinking that, you know, the Rams are tanking. They just filling out the roster just to get bodies in on a team. But now it seems that Sean McVay and Les Snead have really sort of built the new wave of what's upcoming when the inevitable years of Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald depart into retirement in future years. So I'm, I think that the Rams have a really good thing going on. But, yeah, we're here to ask them a little bit more questions because, again, we're showing strange love. This ain't about no hate and this ain't about no jealousy. The only jealousy on my part is you got a ring <laughs> and we don't yet. So Jealous of your We're hat. still hoping. Yeah, yeah we're I, still hoping. A trophy on a hat would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wear this for you guys. Um, the uh, – yeah, last year was a weird year. We, we we really did run it back last year. I mean, we brought everybody back, um, tried to sign back Von Miller, got a better offer from Buffalo, uh, uh, brought in Bobby Wagner um, to fortify that. Uh, probably our biggest weakness was that, was that middle linebacker. Um, really thought we were going to run it back, and it went the exact opposite way. Uh, gave a bunch of guys raises, gave, gave Donald just a, hey, here you go, bro, here's another – uh, you know, eight and a half million a year, no extension, no nothing, just a raise, which is very rare in this league. Yeah. Um, Stafford got a con new contract, which was fair. Um, Cup got a new contract, which was fair. Um, and um, so everything, you know, hey, we were running it back and it just turned into a disaster. Nothing worked. Um, McVay wasn't himself. Uh, it's pretty well documented on the athletic, what, what, what he went through. And, um, and yeah, it just was a disaster up and down the, a lot of, on top of that, all the injuries and stuff. So a uh, complete disaster. And then this year it was just a teardown. Um, they called it instead of a rebuild, they called it a remodel because we kept Stafford and Donald and cup. And, uh, but other than that, got rid of Leonard Floyd and Bobby Wagner and Jalen Ramsey and Ashawn Robinson and Greg Gaines and the entire uh, defensive backfield. And uh, it was just, basically everybody on the defense is gone and and um you know 
started that we like you said we drafted 14 guys all that all of them made the uh the fit the 53 so super young team and and here's another uh nice stat for you guys that uh the rams starters this year on offense and defense only two uh starters on offense and two starters on defense played more than half the snaps for the rams last season a lot of that is because there's a lot of guys gone a lot of it because a lot of guys were injured a lot of the year but um yeah two guys on each side of the ball played uh played more than 50 percent of the snaps so it's a uh a complete refreshed team mcveigh has a new uh kind of uh skipping his step and uh and yeah i mean i predicted five wins coming into this season um just because it was so young and so unproven and they were just basically doing a full tryout on defense a bunch of young guys but um they performed really well and uh you know so far so good so i'm not i'm not predicting playoffs at this point but i'm, I'm thinking more like seven or eight wins yeah and i mean mcveigh's got to be happy uh having a little bit of a new weapon to go through uh, you have Puka Nakua. Yeah, Puka Nakua, fifth round draft pick out of uh, BYU. Um, but what's an uh, interesting little tidbit on Puka is that he was originally went to uh, Washington, and um, his uh, his uh, receivers coach at Washington was uh, a guy named uh, Adams, and Adams was uh, Cooper Cups receivers coach at Eastern Washington um, oh. years back. So yeah, they, they share a, a, they share a, a little bit of lineage in, in, uh, in that regard. So uh, there's a lot of similarities between the two guys uh, and uh, you know, not the fastest, not the um, biggest, not the anything really is, and uh, but just very precise route runners um, and, uh, and big time uh, uh, film junkies. And um, so just try and find the, that crease in the defense and Stafford loves that. So um, yeah, he's, he's been a pleasant surprise. He's setting all sorts of records, um, not only for rookies, but uh, I think he tied the most targets in NFL history in the first two games. Yeah. Quarterbacks. Love. How many catches catches was it that he had in the last game? Was it 15? Yeah. 10 and 15. So he's at 25. Yeah. Yeah, Quarterbacks love knowing where their wide receivers are going to be at the end of the route. Yeah. And (laughs) it's crazy. What's crazy about it is that our number one receiver, obviously we all, everyone knows Cooper cup is out. Um, and, but our, our number two, which, you know, everybody slides up one, um, Van Jefferson is our new number one and he's been an invisible man. Mm-hmm. So this offense has eaten on eaten with, uh, our, our third receiver Puka and our fourth receiver Tutu Atwell. Um, yeah. and uh, second round draft pick three, uh, he's in his third year did nothing his first two years and all of a sudden he's emerged. So, um, yeah, really interesting, uh, that, uh, they've had as much success as they've had. I got a question about Tyler Higby. What has this production been like? You know, I know that he was a guy that he was a nice little weapon for Matthew Stafford over the last couple of years. Again, I know injuries played a big pivotal role as why the, the success was the Rams last year wasn't as great, but, I picked him up for my fantasy, so that's actually – I'm asking it for my own personal sake because, yeah. you know, I might have to start him against my own team. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, – he's just, it's surprising. A lot of people uh, – the Rams really cleared out a lot of guys that aren't going to be on the roster next year because what I didn't say earlier is that the this re-model, re, uh, um, as they're calling it, is really – the goal is to come back um, with – we had about $75 million in dead cap this year. 
So we're getting all that back next year and uh, mm -hmm. have a bunch of cap space, um, 70, 80 million next year. And uh, so really this year is supposed to be a setup year for next year. And uh, right. just trying a bunch of guys out, who's going to make it pretty much cleared the roster of everybody that's not under contract for next year, except for a couple of the stars. And, and then there's Tyler Higby. And for some reason they kept him when they had, a, you know, all these other, uh, all these other uh, tight ends that could have stepped in for him. But um, I think they was really like his blocking up there. I think like they feel like he's a, an extension of the, of the offensive line, which is really important for keep Stafford healthy. And um, I think that that's really why they kept him. But I don't expect a lot of production out of Higby. He'll get his three or four receptions a game, you know, 50, 60 uh, yards. Um, he's not and never has been a, uh, a, a, a red zone threat, a touchdown threat in the red zone. Um, very poor in that regard. And uh, for some reason, I don't know why. But, um, yeah, so he's never been, you know, he's never been one of those guys that you want out of a tight end. But, but he's there and he's solid and really just does is an excellent blocker and knows where yeah. to be. And it's a good, kind of a good outlet for, uh, for Stafford and Stafford knows where he is if he needs to dump it off. Yeah. So Stafford there, coming John, back he, from that injury looks great. He does. He do look good. So basically what you're saying about Higby is that he's going to be a Bengal next year. Yeah, he could be, he could be uh, any, you know, if Irv doesn't work out for you guys. Uh, yeah. Higby's Wait. not going to be on this roster next year. I can almost guarantee you that unless he's, signs for something, you know, very close to the minimum, which I don't think he will. But, uh, yeah, what would you say, uh, Brandon, uh, you're talking about Stafford? Yeah, Stafford looks like he's back. I, I know after the surgery and the offseason how he would bounce back, you know, getting a little long in the tooth. Um, not real old by now nowadays standards when quarterbacks don't get hit. Yeah. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. But uh, he, he took a punishment in Detroit. I know that. Well, he uh, did, a lot of but... Punishment. He took a punishment last year and as bad as his, in his whole career. And um, the, uh, but he lost, uh, he lost a bunch of weight. He lost like 15, 20 pounds. He slimmed down just to get a little bit more mobility. Um, and he, uh, and, he sh and it shows he's health is healthy for the first time. This is his first full in his third year with the Rams, his first time he had a full, uh, a full um, training camp. And uh, the first year he was just kind of new and came in late in the second year he was hurt. And so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and yeah, so it's, yeah, he's got a lot of time with the receivers and it's obviously it shows. Yeah. He's always had a hand cannon though. That's pretty wild. So we know, well, I'm going to tell you what I know about your defense. Aaron Donald's good. Uh, 
that, that was a pretty easy one as a layup for me. Aaron, Aaron Donald, good football player. Yeah. Um, if you don't know this, Tom, I actually reside now in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ah. So I'm not too far from where uh, Mr. Donald grew up uh, over there. I think I was over in Penn Hills area, uh, east side of, the, of town. But um, what do you have concern-wise for your defense? If you were going to you know, send us a nice email about what we could possibly take advantage, what would it be? Yeah, I mean, the um, the defense is very, very, very young, right? We have Aaron Donald uh, returning, Ernest Jones, our inside linebacker who's now wearing the dot. Um, those are the two, uh, you know, main re- returning guys returning. Um, and then Jordan Fuller, who was the uh, starting uh, uh, safety in the, in the Super Bowl, missed all last year with a injury. So he's back. But other than that, it's all, all new guys. I mean um, – so, you know, I, I think the edges, uh, Byron Young, uh, one of our draft picks, um, uh, third-round pick, is played really well off the edge. Uh, got a 90-plus PFF on the last couple of weeks. Michael Hoyt, not so good. He's kind of at the bottom. He was a converted uh, defensive lineman that they that they is now our starting edge. Um, he had to lose 30 pounds in the offseason um, to be an edge. So he hasn't been playing very well. So that, that you know, one of the edges is, a, is an issue. Our interior uh, defensive line, obviously with Donald and um, Kobe Turner's been playing really well there. Another third round draft pick uh, starting playing the full game. Um, but uh, to, to answer your question, it would be our uh, our cornerbacks. Darion Kendrick, he's been playing well, um, but he does have a tendency to get beat over the top. And if any, you know, you guys have, uh, you know, probably the best receiving core in the league. And if Joe, which we'll get into, I'm sure, you know, can start to connect on the long ball, um, which he hasn't done yet, uh, then, you know, it could be a long day for him. Akella Weatherspoon, kind of a, you know, uh, a little bit of a retread free agent was cut um, by the Niners and then the, uh, and then the Steelers. Um, and then Kobe Turner, another, uh, our nickel corner is another, uh, another, uh, you know, second year guy, fourth round pick. So yeah, we got a bunch of guys um, in the, at the cornerback group that nobody's ever heard of. And that would probably be our biggest, our weak link. Good stuff. I, uh, I, I tell you, my biggest wish, I guess, uh, from your team is that I wish I had uh, Kyron Williams on my fantasy team. I feel like, uh, especially my keepers team, man, I, I like that kid. Uh, yeah. A little explosive. And, 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 and for his sides, he, he got a nose for the end zone already. Yeah. Notre Dame, uh, didn't play at all. He got hurt. You know, he got hurt on the first play of the game last year and never recovered. He hurt his foot. He was, he returned the opening kickoff in the opening day and that was it. So, uh, um, not that he would have got a lot of, uh, play time and whatnot. He did come back later in the year, but, uh, yeah, he, he lined up behind Cam Akers. Cam was supposed to be the guy. And, uh, as we speak here within the last couple of hours, Cam is now officially a Viking. And uh, mm-hmm, yeah. pretty much, I think they, they didn't even disclose the terms. I don't know if they've since been updated, yeah, no, but I, they said swapping late round picks. So I imagine mm-hmm. it's something like we we gave them our uh, seventh and they gave us their sixth or something, which basically, a, right, yeah. you know, basically yeah. a, give, a giveaway. Um, but yeah, he didn't work out, uh, had kind of probably a bad attitude and because he wasn't, because um, he got demoted. Same thing happened last year. So they had to move on from him. But gotcha. um, yeah. 
Yeah, I always wanted more from him, but eh, what are you going to do? Well, let's uh, see. We've hit that time. Let's take a quick break here and pay some bills, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Strange Love. Um, Tom, to explain it a little bit to you, Strange Love is not about our kinks. Um, that's, a com- <laughs> that's a completely different show. Uh, but it, what it is about is you got to have two two teams to play the game that we all love, NFL football. You can't play it with just one. That's just a scrimmage. That's practice. We're done with that. We're not talking about practice. We're talking about the game. We've talked a little bit about um, the Rams and the concerns we have. Obviously, we're going to talk about Joe Burrow's health. Uh, We'll get into that, and then we'll let you kind of steer the ship with where you want to go about the Bengals. But uh, Joe Burrow, that that last drive came up a couple times, uh, limped off, not looking good. Said he would have came back out. Doesn't know, uh, you know. I haven't heard final decision yet um, on on what what the if he's cleared or if he's going to play or or whatever. I don't know, Justin. If you've heard anything different, uh, I just hear a bunch of coy stuff. Um, but obviously, it's a concern. The biggest concern to me is this reminds me a lot of KD in the NBA. When he had calf issues and came back and tried to play through it and ended up rupturing his Achilles, knock on wood. I don't want that to be an issue. Um, you know, Justin, what's your take on on the Joe Burrow situation? Yeah, so the calf obviously a concern at this point for me too. And I know during Wednesday, Zach Taylor gave his press conference. Um, yeah, I think it was actually yesterday uh, where he gave his press conference. And he said that all signs are looking pretty positive. He took a couple of days rest after the game. So they just started practicing today, From if I'm not mistaken, because the game is Monday night, which makes sense. But o- overall, you know, I, here's my expectation of where I feel like Burrow should be headed is that you got to play hurt, even if it's times. I, I now you still got to be cautiously aware, but if you're good to go, if you want, if you're going to play, then you got to actually go out there and play. We're paying you two hundred seventy-five million dollars, uh, and you signed the highest contract in NFL history. Now, you know these are the moments where you got to be able to play play through certain type of injuries. Now, don't risk your career by all means, but if you feel like you're ready to go, then you got to go. You know, there hasn't been no report saying that he is clear to play or there hasn't also been no report to say he's out. My intuition and I think believe is that he's going to play. But to add on top of that, you know, along with uh, Brandon and what he just said, the Bengals offense has kind of been performing very anemic like. And, you know, they could not for some reason get the deep ball going week one. You know, we try to talk it up to, you know, they just struggle against the Browns naturally, you know, but at the end of the day, you still got to beat that team in order to get to where you want to go. And in week two against Baltimore, Baltimore was kind of bereft with injuries in week two. You know, they had a couple of linemen out, a couple of DBs out, and then OBJ also went out with an injury middle of the game. And you still lost that game. You took too long to get the fire started. And by the time you finally got going, it was a little too late. So, you know, definitely some concerns here on offense for me personally. 
uh, going into this week three Monday night game, because contrary to what you stated, Tom, about, about the Rams roster, about there's a bunch of young guys and, you know, especially the cornerback spot is where you, you, you struggle that we might be able to keep up with our three receivers. We went against backups last week with no Marlon Humphreys and, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of guys that, you know, third string, fourth string cornerbacks. And we did not take advantage of that whatsoever. And it just makes me feel like that we do not take advantage of decimations or inexperienced teams like we should be doing. We think back to last year when we played the Dallas Cowboys in week two. They didn't have Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott went hurt down in week one, and then we went against Cooper Rush, and they also lost their tackle, and we still lost that game. So there's there's concerns, viable concerns, that are the Bengals really going to take advantage of a team that they should be head and shoulders above better than at this point in time where they are trajectory-wise? But I'm telling you right now, the way how the Rams have been looking, um, I will not be shocked if the Rams do come into Cincinnati and pull off an upset on Ring of Honor night. going to do it for this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com till next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there